it's time to take your body care routine to the next level. Introducing Osea's bestseller body care set, the perfect companion for your summer travels. This four-piece kit transforms dry skin to silky, soft, and glowing. It features travel sizes of Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil and Body Butter, clinically proven to improve skin elasticity, along with their anti-aging body balm and salts-of-the-earth body scrub. And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the best seller's body care set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty on demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, thanks, Scott Shannon. Five days to go until these whole important midterm elections. And let me tell you, these are razor-thin margins we are looking at. And I want to start with this right now and get this out of the way because this is very, very important. I'm, I'm listening to people on TV. I'm reading every poll. Uh, every indication is that there's a possibility that we can have a wave election. We can even have a tsunami at the end of the day. I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. But I don't like people that are overly confident. I don't like people making these bold predictions uh, because you can end up disappointing people if you raise the bar, the expectation bar too high. And when you look at the races that we are following most closely, all of them, every one of them are within the margin of error. I don't care if it's Herschel down in Georgia I don't care if it's Bolduc. By the way, we have a, a new poll that came out. His lead over Maggie Hassan has gone up, but it's still 47 to 45.7, uh, by the way. Uh, so it's still a very close race. It's neck and neck. By the way, Governor Sununu and General Bolduc will be uh, with us today. Uh, I don't care if you look at Pennsylvania. I know one poll today has Oz up by three. Another poll has him up by one. And it's a very, very close race. Uh, for some reason, I'm not sure why Doug Mastriano is not resonating with the people of Pennsylvania. But, uh, you know, that's not helping Dr. Oz out. When you have a state like, for example, New Hampshire, where Governor Sununu is up by 18, according to one poll, or Mike DeWine is up by 21 in Ohio, and Harry Lake is up by 11, that helps the down-ticket ballots that are there because a lot of people vote straight ballot ticketing. You know, so if you have one rock star, superstar on the ballot, it makes it easier for everybody. But if you have one person 
running for high office that is not doing well, it, it can be a drag on the rest of the ticket. Uh, although I will say this in Pennsylvania's defense, they are notorious for uh, ticket splitting, which is something Selena, uh, Selena DeZito has pointed out to me many times. But all of these races I'm looking at here, you know, they're all close races. Ron Johnson, one poll today, only, only had him up by two in Wisconsin. You know, J.D. Vance, four or five. He's doing a little bit better. Laxalt in a tight race out in, in the state of Nevada. You got Blake Masters in a tight race against Mark Kelly, the incumbent in Arizona. You got Tiffany Smiley and Patty Murray dead even. You got Tudor Dixon and, and Gretchen Whitmer. You know, they're neck and neck. Lee Zeldin and Kathy Hochul. You know, you have a poll showing that it's a, a dead heat race, race even in the blue state of New York. We even see a tightening in the in the governor's race in the state of, uh, of Illinois. We'll check in with the Republican candidate there. Joe O'Day now is closed within a point and a half against Michael Bennett in Colorado. So I can't tell you. What's going to happen here? And and it's bothering me that I think some people are making, you know, or creating an expectation you may not be able to follow. I've always in my life believed that you underpromise and try to overdeliver. You don't overpromise and underdeliver. And I am saying to all of you, Herschel can absolutely win, but it's going to be tight. Uh, Oz can win. It's going to be a tight race. Bolda can win in New Hampshire. It's going to be a tight race. Tudor Dixon can win in the state of Michigan. It's going to be a tight race. Uh, the same thing with Ron Johnson in Wisconsin. The same thing with J.D. Vance in Ohio. Uh, the same thing out with Adam Laxalt in Nevada. The same thing in with Blake Masters and this, you know Tiffany Smiley. All of them are going to be close races. I'll even go as far as to say all of those races I just mentioned and we'll check my math at the end of this process probably every one of those races if republicans win them it'll be less than a hundred thousand votes combined that will decide every one of those races in other words less than a hundred thousand votes will decide all of the races not just one so that's how close it can be you know if you look at for example go back to 2016 i was talking about this on tv last night Poll showed, showed Donald Trump was losing handily, shocked the world, won the election. Uh, if you look at three key swing states, it was decided by a combined 77,000 votes. That's it. And that was his margin of victory in 2016. In 2020, if you look at Joe Biden, his margin of victory was only 43,000 votes in three swing states. And that would be Georgia, that would be Arizona, and I believe Pennsylvania was the third one, or Wisconsin, one of the three, uh, one of the two. So despite all of this, you know, all of these predictions that are out there, I am telling you to expect every one of these races that we can win, that I hope we win, that the conditions are right for us to win, that it will happen. But if you don't take the seriousness of voting uh, to, to the level of urgency that is needed, um, you could wake up and say, what happened? And I don't want you to say, what happened to me? I am telling you, assume the races are close because the polls are all telling us they're close. Getting Reading one article after a big, huge red wave, huge red wave. It's going to be a tsunami. Every, they, they can win everything. Yeah, it's true. They can. We can win all of those races. But it's going to take all of you to get out there and vote. 
And, you know, with a few notable exceptions, most polls in the last decade have been garbage. You know, there's a reason that we only use Robert Cahaley and, and Matt Towery and, and John McLaughlin, because they're the three best. And they'll be the first to tell you that it's an imperfect science. You know, you can see a trend happening. The trend is obviously developing. Um, but anyway, your vote is going to be crucial. If you don't turn out, assume the Democratic machine will. And that'll be a disaster for the country. That'll be two more years of destructive one-party rule. Anyone with a pulse in this country knows that we are all suffering, and we're suffering because of the politics of Joe Biden and the new Green Deal radical socialists. You know, we didn't need to abandon energy independence. He inherited America energy independent, a net exporter of energy. Well, he blew that up, giving into and capitulating to the, the radicals, the climate cultists that run his party. You know, the same thing with the economy. He inherited a gross domestic product of only 1.4%, very little inflation, next to zero. And now we've had, what, nine straight months in a row of not transitory, but record high inflation. And now they're trying to fix it, and that's resulting in, what, four months in a row with a 75 basis point increase in interest rates, which now is impacting, as I told you it would, the housing uh, housing in America. That The market is, is absolutely in the toilet. New home construction is stopping all over the country, with a few rare exceptions. I mean, Florida is going to hang in there. Prices, home values will hang in there in Florida as well, a lot better than other places in the country. The same with Texas. The same with Tennessee, the same with the Carolinas. They're going to fare much better than, than most other states because there's such a, a large migration to those states. Um, so if you have a state that's taken a new population, you will fare much better. But for the rest of America, new home construction will stop. Sale of pre-existing homes will stop. Uh, and, of course, home values will then begin to plummet as well as your, uh, you know, your stocks, your retirement accounts, your 401ks, your IRAs. So it is, um, you know, all of everything that they have done, there's not a single thing they can do to say that they've been successful at. Are you better off 22 months into Joe Biden's presidency than you were before he became president? Ask yourself the simple questions. Are you happy with a record 40-year high of inflation? If you are, vote for the Democrats. Are you happy with record high gas prices, which have been artificially reduced because Joe has uh, compromised our national security, depleted our strategic petroleum reserves, the lowest level in 50 years, so we can artificially reduce the price of a gallon of gasoline and uh, reduce, increase the supply, but he's compromising national security to get there, and we're going to have to replenish it one day, and it's going to cost a fortune especially if the price of a barrel of oil goes to $120 a gallon, as some experts are now predicting. Now, the other thing that I almost wish Election Day was in, in February of this year, because on average, heating prices across the country are expected to go up 30%. Well, ask Governor Sununu and, and Republican Senate candidate Don Bolduck, who had a great debate last night against Maggie Hassan about it, but, I mean, they're, they're talking about blackouts all throughout New England because the, all of New England is powered by one grid that actually goes through Albany, New York, and they are only getting, you know, less than 20% of the needed uh, natural gas to actually power up the, the grid that, that, that 
is needed by every single state in New England. I mean, on top of that, a minimum of a 30% increase, whether you're heating your home with natural gas or oil, you're going to be paying a lot more. That's why I wish we had the election in February. If we had it in February, by the time this kicks in, you're going to be pissed. Every American will be pissed off. You think you're mad at $5 a gallon gasoline, which will be, which will happen again. Wait till you get your heating bills this year. They're going to be astronomical. Then you're going to have to lower your thermostat. Then you have to put on the sweater. Americans don't want to live that way, especially knowing that we have all the natural resources we could ever want or need. You know, but if you're happy with the high price of gasoline, vote for the Democrats. If you're going to be happy with higher heating bills, vote for the Democrats. If you're happy with open borders, four and a half million people being aided and abetted by Joe Biden and given preferential treatment by Joe Biden and being trafficked by Joe Biden all around the country, then vote for the Democrats. If you're happy with these idiotic uh, no bail laws and this defund, dismantle police movement, then vote for the Democrats. If you're ho- happy with, you know, your kids learning CRT and uh, gender identity versus reading, writing and math, vote for the Democrats. If not, you have five days to get out there and vote and make a change. It's not going to happen if you sit on your ass and you don't get out. I'm just being that blunt with you. You know, now they're desperate. Now they're all out there. Republicans want to take away your Social Security and your Medicare, and they want to cut veterans' benefits. That is the biggest lie of all. Obama's saying it. Biden, in his idiotic speech last night, saying, did you watch the speech of Biden last night? You know, another mega, mega Republicans. I said, Joey, good job, Joey. You remembered how to say mega, mega Republicans, you know, and demonize half the country. You know, all he wanted to talk about was January 6th. Why don't you talk about the 574 riots that your vice president tweeted out funding a bail fund to release some of the people involved in in some of the rioting? Oh, that's not as important. Oh, we're not going to investigate those riots because those are Democrats in all likelihood, and we don't want to alienate our base. So we'll lie to Republicans and say they're mostly peaceful. Okay, dozens of dead Americans, thousands of injured cops, and billions in property damage. Sure, that's really peaceful. You know, so he goes out there, this threat to democracy speech again. It fell flat. It means nothing. You know, but the the lie continues. Seniors are getting the biggest increase in their Social Security checks in 10 years. Uh, Biden is tweeting out and bragging. Then they had... Then they got corrected. The reason that you're going to see an 8.7 cost of living adjustment, COLA as it's known, uh, to Social Security payments is because Joe Biden's inflation is now causing the increase necessity. And it's still not enough to keep up with Biden inflation, which is impacting the average home by about $7,200 on average for the same things you were buying under Donald Trump's presidency. Boy, I could I could sure use a few mean tweets at this point. All right, uh, Governor Chris Sununu, he's up by like 18 points in his race in New Hampshire. He's done a great job as governor for the state of New Hampshire. He's going to join us with the Republican Senate candidate, uh, Don uh, Bolduck, General Bolduck. By the way, two Purple Hearts, five uh, Medals of Valor. Uh, pretty impressive guy. He did really well in the debate last night. His lead is now, he was up by one. It's now uh, 47%, according to Trafalgar, uh, for Bolduck and 50, uh, 45.7 for Hassan. And uh, so it's 1.3%. His lead is going up. 
among Hispanics, interestingly, we're seeing Bullduck winning by 70.2 to 17 percent. African-Americans, Hassan only has a 19 point lead for a Democrat. That is very unusual. So interesting numbers demographically uh, breaking there. Uh, you know, and by the way, Don Bullduck was attacked while he was walking into the debate hall last night outside a guy took a swing at him apparently he was able to duck and and dodge it uh and to his credit he didn't fight back now this guy's done 10 tours of duty i'm sure it didn't it it didn't shake him in any way but it was obvious that he was on his game during the debate and you know the media asked the predictable questions he had a great answer on abortion he goes we're not going to have any impact on abortion it's going to be the people in the state of new hampshire that will decide through their elected representatives, I won't have a say in it. And they said, well, what does it, well, where do you stand? What do you want? And he said, I won't have a say in it. Then they asked Maggie Hassan, is there any restrictions at all that you would put on abortion? For example, New Hampshire has a, what, 24 week, uh, a, a, uh, after 24 weeks, there becomes restrictions that kick in. Uh, do you support the New Hampshire law? I don't support any government being involved in the decision. That means she supports, like all these other radical leftist Democrats, this idea that you can have an abortion up until the moment of birth. And you want to talk about a radical position? That's called infanticide. And yet every Democrat is saying the same dumb thing. Um, never trust fake news CNN when they say Democrats could face a wipeout on Election Day, which they're now saying. Anyway, quick break. Right back. We'll continue. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are, leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, 
or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Standing up for what's right with America. We're back on the Sean Hannity Show. 25 till the top of the hour. Thanks for being with us. Uh, Interesting on FoxNews.com, a report that uh, Biden now has been meeting since August with top advisors preparing for a 2024 re-election campaign. I needed it done. Mike Donilon, uh, you know, White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain, Jill Biden, um, according to the Washington Post, first to report this uh, yesterday, the conversations uh, regarding 2024 come up at a time where no Democrat wants to campaign in any real race except for that dope in a hoodie, uh, the trust fund brat that never worked a day in his life, uh, the guy that wants, you know, Safe heroin injection sites paid for by taxpayers. The guy that's advocated for more murderers to be let free than any other person running for office. Uh, Mr. Uh, Fetterman, uh, why that's even a race? I'm having a hard time understanding. I really am. If I, I, it's so frustrating to me that Democrats, because of a complicit media, are able to hide their candidates in a basement. He is hid for almost the entire campaign. 
He got through a one-hour debate, and it was a disaster. And yet, you know, nobody knows in Pennsylvania just how radical this guy is. It's so frustrating. Uh, I noticed in Wisconsin, Mandela Barnes, on top of his atrocious record, he, by the way, he wants to open up the prisons and release half the prison population in the state of Wisconsin, on top of everything else, uh, another radical in, in every way. Anyway, is now they found a quote, oil is destroying the, the world in every possible way, he tweeted out. Okay, and he claims that climate change is caused by capitalism. And that, and said the solution to the climate crisis is to stymie capitalism the way it is in America. Okay. There are final polls out there. Take them for what they are worth. Don't believe them and, and just assume that your vote is the vote that's going to tip the, the balance of power in the U.S. Senate. But in North Carolina, Bud is up. And Georgia, uh, Herschel Walker, according to Remington polls, uh, is at 49%. If he can get to 50%, they won't have a runoff on December the 6th. Uh, Oz is up by three in this poll. Vance is up by five in this poll. Uh, Mark Kelly and Masters are dead even. Uh, and Carrie Lake is up in, in her race out there. By the way, speaking of the trust fund brat, John Fetterman compared the 9-11 attacks when we lost 2,977 Americans uh, to January 6th. Uh, this is this is the playbook. January 6th, I hate Trump. The Dobbs decision. That's backfired because now we're finding out Democrats want no restrictions on abortion at all whatsoever. So that's not worked out particularly well for them. And then lastly, the, you know, the fear, the scare tactics. Republicans are racist, sexist, misogynist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, now transphobic. They want dirty air and water and they want to steal grandma and grandpa's Social Security and Medicare and they want to defund the VA. There's not one Republican supporting any of that. Just a lie. Uh, anyway, out in, uh, we're finding out in Ohio, Tim Ryan pledged to support taxpayer-funded sex change operations for illegal immigrants. This is on FoxNews.com. He pledged to support taxpayer-funded gender reassignment surgery for incarcerated Americans and illegal um, Americans uh, illegal immigrants, sorry, uh, during his uh, un unsuccessful bid for president. Why didn't they find this out sooner? Uh, it would have been nice. Anyway, so look, I've got all the numbers in front of me, but everything pretty much comes down to this. is It's going to come down to Georgia, Arizona, Nevada, New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and then we're, we're looking in other places as well. Washington State, we're looking in Connecticut. We're looking in Colorado. We'll have Joe O'Day on. There's a poll that has him within two in Colorado. I don't know if it's accurate, but it's certainly worth paying attention to. We're trying not to make the mistake we made last year, and that mistake was that you know nobody saw the opportunity to defeat uh, Governor Murphy in the state of New Jersey. If we had any indication at all, now we did put the Republican candidate on, but we could have gone a lot further and brought a lot more attention to it. And had we brought a lot more attention to it, people would have probably been encouraged and they would have gotten out to vote in bigger numbers. That's what I believe. By the way, one thing that came out about Fetterman, another lie of his, he's claiming all the inmates that he helped release were nonviolent. That is a lie. He helped release at least 10 killers that were convicted of first-degree murder. I mean, it's unbelievable.
And he also worked with Democratic Governor Tom Wolf to cut the prison population by nearly 10,000 inmates. He wants to open up the prisons in Pennsylvania and release a third to half of the prison population also. And if Fetterman had his, his way, even most first-degree murderers would be back on the street. You know, like people like John Brookins killed a 58-year-old woman with a pair of scissors. We told you about that case. Or Wayne Covington, who shot a teenager in cold blood for money to buy heroin. Or Alexis Rodriguez, who beat a Philly police officer's son with a baseball bat in a what we believe to be a racially motivated gang murder. I mean, and he's just getting started. He wants to eliminate cash bail, decriminalize all drugs, release one-third of the, the prison population to a half of the prison population. Uh, anyway, it's, it's, these are very interesting times we're living in, and we'll tell you that. Uh, by the way, Florida, we're now seeing polls with DeSantis and Rubio up by double digits. Is that real? I don't know. If I lived in Florida, I wouldn't believe it. You know, there's an interesting piece about superstar losers that have spent a whopping $170 million combined to try and unseat Republican governors in Texas and in Georgia. Stacey Abrams and Robert Francis Beto Bozo O'Rourke, $170 million, and neither one of them is making it a dent. Now, they're superstars among the, the radical leftists. After they lose their races, I'm sure they'll be very popular on the left-wing climate alarmism, anti-Second Amendment-ism, you know, rubber chicken tour that they'll be taking and giving speeches all over the country. Uh, anyway, so that's what we have. By the way, Warnock down in Georgia used over $60,000, according to a new report that came out uh, of campaign money, donor campaign funds, to pay for items listed as child care, according to the FEC filings. Warnock's campaign diverted $61,959.40 from 2020 to 2022 to cover expenses related to child care. Now, this guy just got taken back to court, even though he's a millionaire, um, because he's not paying his child payments. And people forget that we have his wife on tape saying that during a domestic dispute in 2020, he tried to use his car as a weapon and run her over and, in fact, ran over her foot. The woman made that claim. Why he didn't get arrested is beyond any imagination I have or any. There's no explanation for it. And then, of course, he was arrested for obstruction of justice about a camp that he was running where there were allegations of child abuse. Ultimately, five of those allegations panned out to varying degrees, but he obstructed justice in that in that particular case. Nobody seems to know any of these details down in, in Georgia, which is pretty frustrating to me. Um, let's go to Biden's speech last night. I don't I don't really know what to make of it, except it was like the speech that he gave in Pennsylvania and a threat to democracy, et cetera, et cetera. He kept referring to January 6th. Now, that's fine. You, Democrats can talk about January 6th as much as they want. But I'm trying to understand, you know, and just like they want to talk about Paul Pelosi. And, and by the way, I think the Speaker of the House needs and deserves Secret Service protection. I think there's got to be an investigation. Apparently, they have cameras and, and nobody saw the break in happening. Apparently, they, they have some security system. But every American has a right to be safe. You know, no, none of these Democrats really have ever spoken up about the violence and the names of the people that we've scrolled on television 
that are shot and shot and killed in major cities like Chicago. We've been doing that on TV since 2009. And the only thing that's gotten worse is now they've gone to defund, dismantle, and no bail laws in Illinois. So nobody's lifted a finger to help people, names of real people that are being killed and shot every weekend in states like Chicago, like New York. How is it we, you know, we'll only focus in on the on the riots that that benefit them politically and ignore the 574 riots in the summer of 2020. How is it they want to talk about Paul Pelosi uh, and but they don't want to talk about all of the innocent Americans that nobody knows their names that are getting shot, shot and killed, raped, violent crimes day and night. How come that that's the party of defund, dismantle, no bail laws? And by the way, in the case of Paul Pelosi, it was an illegal immigrant. And that was a sanctuary state and a sanctuary city, San Francisco, out in California. Nobody wants to talk about that part. I want every American to be safe. I don't want violence in this country. Nobody should want violence. I tried you try everything you can do to avoid violence. The best thing you can do is hire uh, police officers and hire the proper amount of them and give them the right training. And they're willing to put their lives on the line to protect us all. But, of course, Democrats don't want that. So, anyway, that's that's your modern, new, democratic, radical party. Look, the one thing that is frustrating to me in these final days, and I'm, I'm not sure it's going to have any impact. Bill Clinton is now out there. Hillary Clinton is out on the campaign trail. Barack Obama, I don't know what's happened to him. He's like, he's like the angriest guy ever. He's, he's getting very frustrated, and they're just flailing, and they're all out there saying, you know, the same thing and that the GOP wants to slash Medicare and Social Security. It's just a lie. There's not a single Republican, that, not only that has said it, there's not one running on it. There's not one that would ever support it. You know, if you think about it, now they did squander the so-called Social Security lockbox. It is headed towards insolvency. Same with Medicare, and they don't have any plans to fix it. But they did raid the lockbox and rob the money. And uh, Democrats played a big part in that as well as Republicans. You know, by the way, probably the worst campaigner in the world is Hillary Clinton. You know, think about it. The the only one that you might make an argument for that could be somewhat effective for Democrats on the campaign trail is Barack Obama. But not that effective. His crowds are eh, not that not that huge. He doesn't have the, the magic working as of late. More people are going to get hurt amid demonizing politics, he said. Well, why didn't he speak out? Let's see. We had a threat last night. A guy tried to attack General Bolduck. We had in this campaign Lee Zeldin. A guy came at him with a knife that was literally being swung right towards his neck and carotid artery. Uh, Thank God he stopped him. Then, of course, the gang shooting outside of Lee Zeldin's house. Then, of course, the ball field with Steve Scalise that... Liberals in the media and, and Democrats laughed about, you know, nobody blamed Bernie Sanders for the fact that one of his supporters shot up Republicans in that baseball field. It wouldn't have been fair to blame him or the fact that he was a, a Rachel Maddow disciple. You know, it's just, you know, and what happened to they go low, uh, we go high. No, they're they're back to we go low and we they go uh, low and we kick them. <laughs> That's Eric Holder's saying. Anyway, so Barack Obama's out on the campaign trail. Hillary's out on the campaign trail. Bill is out on the campaign trail. The only one that nobody wants to be seen with, except for the trust fund brat in the hoodie that never worked a day in his life, is John Fetterman, who's too stupid to know better.
because that's a dumb decision on his part. Joe Biden is not going to help John Fetterman. It's only a reminder that he would be a rubber stamp. This is why Maggie Hassan should lose. This is why Raphael Warnock should lose. This is why Tim Ryan should lose. This is why Mandela Barnes should lose. Um, this is why uh, out in, in Arizona that Mark Kelly should lose. This is why Adam Laxalt should win. This is why Patty Murray should lose. Is they're all rubber stamps. There's not one of them that stands apart from the Democratic leadership and takes a stand for the people of their respective states. Think of a single instance where Maggie Hassan or uh, think of an instance where Raphael Warnock or think of an instance where Mandela Barnes or John Fetterman ever deviated from the radical, hardcore left-wing radicals that run his party. Has Tim Ryan ever done it? No, he's embraced it. Has, uh, you know, out in Arizona, has Mark Kelly ever bucked his own party? No, he hasn't. Patty Murray, 30 years in the Senate, she passed nine bills. They're all 98% Biden-Schumer voters. They're all rubber stamps. The Democrats have bought into a sick, ugly, failed ideology, and they're all locked into it. And it's like, you know, they all need to be deprogrammed because none of the policies that they're advocating for are working. They're all hurting the American people. Now, with that said, we're also watching really interesting races. I think the Lee Zeldin, Kathy Hochul race is interesting. I think I think Lee Zeldin has a shot. I think it's very hard for him, but I think he has a shot and could win. I think that Tudor Dixon can win and beat Gretchen Whitmer in, in the state of Michigan. And I do believe that. Tiffany Smiley can defeat Patty Murray. I think Joe O'Day can beat uh, Senator Bennett out in Colorado. I think that's possible, too. But none of it's possible unless you vote. All right, when we come back, Governor Chris Sununu, New Hampshire, and uh, General Don Bolduck, who's now up by uh, over two points in New Hampshire, will join us. Uh, is That now is a Senate seat that is absolutely in play. Michael Beschloss, the historian, says a GOP victory in the midterms would mean our children will be arrested and conceivably killed. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 